0: Are we up and rolling there, brother? All right, welcome everybody online. We're getting ready to jump in. You have been prayed for, even though that you're not here. We still lift you up, and we pray for our audience all the time. And we want to make sure that everybody is getting as much as they can out of the good news of Jesus Christ. Amen. How many of you know that's some good news, all right? Just a little bit. It's real good news. All right. You got how many people are excited about being here? All right, I know I'm excited about you being here, and I want to tell you today is uh, really this is going to be a, a cool message the Lord laid on my heart. It's part one of a part two uh, type study we're going to do, and it's on wealth. All right, everybody said amen. Now, what is the first thing that comes to mind when you hear wealth? Let me hear you. Money, Money right? I thought you said buddy. Money. <laughs> I'm just teasing. I'm just there. You go. That's it. <laughs> Don't try to sneak in on that one, did it? You're right there. So wealth, usually we think about maybe money, fame, fortune, ownership, and things like that, and power, and uh, you know, things like that. So how many people feel wealthy today? All right, pass that hat right on over there. I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. A lot of times, you know what, we don't really realize how wealthy we are until we start looking at the backdrop of whose we are. Y'all hear what I'm saying with this, right? So what I want to do is, you know I love to take a word and kind of just break it out. And so we walk through a few things here. You got your handouts. We're going to be talking about worship, evangelizing, and the assurance of who we are in Christ. Does that sound good, everybody? Amen. Well, let's take a look at this in my scripture for today. If you've got your Bibles with you, I want to encourage you to break that out. And uh, we're going to be primarily in Romans 12, 1. I hope you guys uh, uh, brought your Bibles with you. If not, we can follow along with the selected scriptures here. It says, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy. How many love God's mercy? Amen. To so offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. Now, I want you to focus on this. This is your true and proper worship. So we're going to be starting out talking about the W in wealth as in worship. Amen? Everybody good with that? Be sure to take some notes. We've got a lot of stuff that we want to cover today. But a lot of times when we start thinking of worship, and I'll get Tim get ready to, to show us a little help on this thing here. When we talk about worship, what comes to mind? Praise. Praise, church, all those things, right? And when you're in church, a lot of times, I don't know how many have been to church, all different types of churches, there's a lot of different things going on. There's different styles of worship, right? So just to to have a little fun with this, I hope that we can go ahead and, and, and take a look at this, because I actually have a training tool that we're going to use today as Tim gets all geared up, and we're going to run that thing so we can really see the different types of worship. I think you guys will enjoy that, okay? So Tim's going to get that underway, and we'll play that for you, see if that helps us out, all right?
1: need to get some momentum. <laughs> totally cool. But hey, if you're not used to going to hand-raising church, you want to go and join us, feel free to join us, but don't feel like you've got to join right in, okay? Start slow. we got a lot of different hand-raises that we use. We actually have names for our hand-raises. So I'm going to walk you through real quick, okay, what they are, just to let you know. Say you're at my church, music is rocking, start slow. Hands in the pockets, look, elbow, flat your feet. Very slow. Get warmed up. Get your heart rate up. We're warmed up. Start with the first one. Ready? Carry the TV. Carry the TV. That's our first one. Very solid. Go to big screen. Big screen, a little wider. Next one's My Fish Was This Big. My Fish Was This Big. If you're a liar, you go out there. That's fine. Don't worry about it. Jesus Loves You. Grace. Next one's Hold My Baby. Hold My Baby. Got doing light bulbs. It's a nice one, doing light bulbs. Got goal posts. Everybody knows goal posts. Throwing a heartburn. A lot of people like to do heartburn. Double heartburn, right back to goal posts. What's my favorite? Mufasa. Mufasa, that's my favorite. The circle of
2: life.
1: <laughs> Tim, can you go higher? Yes, you can take one hand, go a bunch of different stuff, pointer, hatchet, schoolroom. release the doves, give the Lord a high five, press it out, a lot of women like to wash the window, wash the window, and when you're comfortable there, go for the big three, village people, Rocky touchdown, there you go, there's your big (laughs) three, that's
0: good stuff, isn't it, yeah, I tell you what, if you ever want some, some good, clean, fun, uh, check out him, man, uh, Tim Hawkins. He's got some great stuff. I appreciate Tim getting that up and rolling. So how many people got those down? What's your favorite, the goalposts? <laughs> TV? You know, that's it. That's good. Man, so we're going to be talking about worship when we get all up on here. See what's going on. So what else? Let's see what's in the whole total package, man, for what God's given us. Amen. And amen, here we go. So we're going to talk about worship, I'm going to walk through some of these, you guys want to take some notes and stuff, it's going to be a good time. So let's look at our wealth in this way, okay, today. It says worship involves surrender of our lives. And we think about what we just read, I urge you brothers and sisters in view of God's mercy, in, 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 in view of God's grace, in his love, because he loved you so much that he sent his only begotten son, is he surely worthy to be worshipped, Amen. As our hearts pointed to the, to the Lord, the one that saved us, the one that, that it's all about. That's what it's all about, friends. And so we need to surrender our life. It says, in view of, our, of God's mercy to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. God. Excuse me. This is your true and proper worship. Let's keep on rolling. Got a lot of good stuff to share today. Worship is putting our focus on him. Now, when we come, do we think about, oh, man, I tell you what, that seat is so stiff. I can't believe Buddy's still talking. Oh, man, the music's loud. Oh, the music's not loud enough. Oh, they don't have a drummer today. Oh, they got people banging on us. I mean, what are we focusing on? And that's I always asking. me. I say, how many people prayed on the way to church today? Yeah, a few. I'm going to encourage you that. Pray for the service. Pray that God is going to be just uh, honored in all we do today. And you know what? It's good to laugh a little bit because, you know what, then it gets our, our, our guard down so that God can get to the part of our heart that he needs to work on. Amen? So I pray that you guys like to laugh a little bit, but we are serious about the Word of God, and we're serious about what God is to be worshipped. Amen? Keep on rolling. Worship involves getting out of the way. Do you ever find yourself getting in the way of God sometimes? I'm going to pray for y'all. Anybody feel like they're getting in the way of God sometimes? Oh, I got it. You know, and then we we bring God in later on when all the pieces of the puzzle are broke and everything is spilled out, and everything else in our life, we go, I can't fix it no more, right? What would happen if we started out and said, God, I have no idea what to do, but I know that you do, and you're the author and finisher of our faith, perfecter of our faith. Lord, I am going to trust in you to get me through this situation. I'm going to trust in you to to restore relationships. I'm going to trust in you to bring healing to my body. I'm going to trust in you, Lord, to see us through. Can you worship a God like that? Because he's able, amen? We have the gift of Christ. We have wealth in the Lord Jesus Christ. So we need to put our focus on him. How about this? Worship involves personal sacrifice. Now I want to talk about that a little bit. When you think about that, how, how often do we really think about sacrifice? I'm talking about, you know, sometimes we don't feel like worshiping, do we? When you're tired out, when you're hurting, when you're wore out, when you say everybody's picking on me, why do they treat me like that? Does that happen to anybody? Every now and then. I didn't think nobody raised a hand. I'll just raise both of them for both of us, right? All of us. Yeah, sometimes we feel like we're just being singled out. Why me? Right? But you know, aren't you glad that God said, "It's for you. My love's for you. My grace is for you. My mercy's for you." so sometimes there's a sacrifice choosing his way over our way but you know what that is the best way i said we have to learn to remove the worries our opinions and our questions of ourselves so we can worship with the appropriate honor to god sometimes it just seems like we get so much of the world in our life that we edge out god amen we're worried about what the neighbors are going to say worried about wealth being what's in our bank account and different things like that Hey, I believe God prepares us, uh, wants us to be prepared for different things. But you know what? It starts out by putting God first in any situation in our life, in relationships, in our walk with the Lord, growing in the Lord. What are we going to do different this week? Let's just let's break it down. Not this year, this week. Let's break it down today. What are we going to do different today to grow closer? in the things of the Lord. It's a choice. Everybody has a choice. What choice are you going to make today and say, you know what? I'm going to stay committed on what God has put on my heart today. It may be something different for each person. It may be calling somebody and say, hey, you know what? Uh, I just want to say I forgive you. I'm asking for forgiveness. I'm calling for, to encourage you. I don't know what it is. It could be any of those things, but I want you to just say, Lord, what is it in my life that you need me to adjust today to grow closer to you? Everybody doing good so far? We must worship in the face of pain and loss. I just talked about that. Let me tell you, that's very difficult. But if you look at the life of David, we've seen that over and over and over. David had some tough things going on in his life, didn't he? You know, many things. A lot of it was self-inflicted. Amen? Anybody have a little self-inflicted pain from time to time? Yes. Sometimes we are our own worst enemy. Sometimes the friendly fire is tough. But all the time, God is good. I want us to hear that today. So when we look at that, sometimes we need to just say, look, Lord, I don't know exactly how we're going to get through this, but I know the one who's going to pull me through this. I'm going to check with what you say in your word, because God's got it. Amen. Look at this scripture in Hebrew 13. I didn't write it down, but I'll share it with you. Hebrews 13. It says, through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips that openly profess his name. How often. Does Jesus come up in a conversation in your life throughout the week in a good way? Notice I said in a good way because I know different places and work and stuff. I hear his name a lot of different ways and I, I, don't, I don't always I like the way I hear it. But I tell you what, I know that I have my own choice on how I'm going to use it. I'm going to use it to exalt him. Amen. I'm going to share that, share Him with people and say, man, let me tell you how we can work God into the equation. All right. And he's got to be center in our life. Now, let's keep on moving with this. And it says, worship is celebrating who God is and what he has done. Sometimes it's good to reflect on what God's done for you. Amen. Counting your blessings. How many people count their blessings when they first get up? You can see. You can hear. You can do those things. Man, get moving around. Things can change in an instant. Many of our church family today, their life has been changed in an instant. Right? But it doesn't mean it has to be a bad thing. Your life can be changed in an instant by receiving the Lord Jesus Christ and knowing when you put your faith and trust in the finished work of the cross, the death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, and you call on the name of the Lord, you can have your spiritual destination changed like that and know that we have a home in heaven. Amen. And see, because when, when I get the phone calls and different things like that, when things are, are, are going kind of crazy and stuff, that's when you need to know, hey, look, when I talk to people, I, before they tell me any of the, the dirty laundry or anything going on or, or, or what's happening, I always come back to this. How's your walk with the Lord? Do you, know, do you know Jesus? See, I don't need to know all the bits and pieces and he, shed, he said, she said, I used to could, all. This is the thing, is your foundation... Built on that of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because from there, we can build a strong walls and, you know, everything else in our life and and, and our home there. But let me tell you, are you sure that you have a heavenly home with Jesus and it comes from knowing him, right? So everybody doing good with that? We're going to roll through. It's got a lot of good stuff to share with you guys today, all right? So let's take a look at what else we got in our, our total package of wealth with Christ. Amen. Look at the scripture here. I'm going to walk through this here and just kind of break it out. Psalm 100, 1 through 5. This is a great place to be encouraged if you want to uh, kind of underline a few things in your Bible or just put something in there to go back to just enjoy and encourage yourself in the Lord. It says, shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Notice we have a part to play, amen? We have a part to play. We get to. It's not that we got to. We have the privilege to because as a child of God, we can come boldly to the throne of grace and we can partake of what God's got for us, amen, look what else we got, worship the Lord with gladness, come before him with joyful songs, now, most of us that have children, grandchildren, or, or just anybody, how many people would it be good, you haven't seen somebody in a long time, they come to your house and they go, yeah, here I am, I can't, yeah, how long till I got to go, that wouldn't be a very good visit, check it out, you think about that, when we come here, when we come here, we, are we just watching the clock? Or we're not even thinking about it. We're saying, man, what has God got for me today? Are we coming here with an open and receptive heart to what God has for us today? I pray that we do. I pray that folks are listening, no matter if it's now or a little bit later today, that you hear this message with a receptive heart. Amen? Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Let's keep going here. It says, know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us. And we are his, we are his people, the sheep of his pasture. We put God in a proper, proper plate, he's exalted. When we put him in a proper, proper place, he gets the glory. What happens when God gets the glory? That gets on us too. When we're lifting God up and putting God in the proper place, putting him first in our life, it starts changing everything. I say it many times. It'll change your relationships. It'll change how you give. It'll, it'll change how you go. It'll change how you respond to people, right? But it's a relationship. I never talk about religion. We don't talk about religion, man-made rules. We talk about relationship, a loving God that sent his son Jesus to pour out his life for us. And raise it up on the third day. Never forget that. He is sitting on the right hand side of God, interceding for you and I. We have a place in the family. Amen. Let's keep on rolling here. It says, Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. His name is above all names. I remember when my kids were coming up, you guys heard me talk about this many times. I'd say, You ever get in a problem, you ever get in a situation, anything? You call out the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. I've read stories after story, things after things. People have testimonies after testimonies. Somebody have a gun on their head and they call out on the name of Jesus, man, and the guy flees. You know? It's the name above all names. But let me tell you what. You don't have to call on the name of the Lord just when things are bad. We're talking about worshiping things. Do you call Him and say, God, you are awesome? Do you call them and say, Lord, let me tell you, I just appreciate that you woke me up today. I appreciate that you bring so many people into church today that will hear the good news. I appreciate it that you're working in people's hearts, that you're restoring relationships, Lord, that you go before us and that we have the promise of our dear Savior that we have eternal life. Amen? That's something to be thanksgiving about, is Look at this. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. How many glad, are glad that his, his love is not conditional? It's unconditional. Amen? Because, you know, a lot of times we can have so-called friends and stuff. Well, I like you when everything's good, but now I don't like you no more. I don't want to play no more. You know what I mean? There's always something new and shiny coming in, you know? And you, you try to train your kids up and stuff like that and say, Hey, look, look for the long haul. What's going on? What's happening here? Because things will change, right? I always say happiness changes with happenings. But joy is, deep, is rooted deeply in Jesus. You see what I'm saying? That doesn't mean you break your, your foot and you go, woo, praise the Lord. That is awesome, man. Look at, look at that swelling, man. Woo, that's not what I'm talking about. You're saying, man, Lord, I know that you're gonna rise me up. You're gonna raise me up, Lord, so that this will be a testimony. You didn't cause it, but you can work something good out of it, amen? I want you to hear that today. When you're going through a situation, look for what God is gonna do in using that to draw you closer to him And lift him up so other people can come to the saving knowledge of Christ. Anybody ever share something you went through a tough time and God pulled you out the other side and you got to share it with somebody? That's called a testimony. Notice there was a test involved, right? It's not always comfortable, usually, it's kind of painful, right? But when you turn around and God works it all back together, there's only one answer. And the answer is, How did you make it through that? Jesus. How did God restore your relationship? The Lord. How did God, you know, uh, pull your family back together? I didn't do that. How could God pull your family back together? You know, sharing those different things like that is just a testimony of his grace and mercy. Look at this. I am going to read the rest of it here again. It says, for the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues throughout all generations. God is faithful. I want you to hear this. God is faithful even when we're not faithful. I'm not telling you that to live any way you want. I'm telling you that to encourage you that, you know what, we will miss the mark from time to time. We will blow it from time to time, but God's grace covers a multitude of sin, amen? When God saves you, he doesn't save you for a little bit. He doesn't save you till you mess up. He says, I give you eternal life, right? How long is eternity? Forever, right? Aren't you glad of that? So God's grace and God's faithfulness is so good that it can hold us for all eternity, amen? And let me tell you something else. We don't have to wait to take our last breath here, to take our first breath in the presence of God, to start enjoying that life. You say, what do you mean? I don't know about you, but it brings me some peace about knowing Jesus. It brings me some boldness about knowing Jesus. We went out to eat last night, imagine that. We eat out all the time. That's, that's our ministry. We have a food ministry. It's me eating out all the time. <laughs> so we went to my place, Jenny's. If you're watching, Heather, I said something about it today. I love going there. It's so good. And we went there, and that place was packed, man. It was packed. There was one whole table, man. This lady had a, was 70 on her birthday. And so, you know, I had to say something. I had to say something, right? So I got my, my chicken and my this and this. Y'all want to know everything I had. I ain't even got to the dessert part yet. I got my, my thing over there. And I told the slave, hey, man, she looked great. I said, ma'am, uh, you, you sitting in the wrong seat, aren't you? She said, no, baby, it's my birthday. I said, oh, well, a piece of that two fell off. It looks like a seven. I didn't recognize that. She said, you better come over here and give me some love. <laughs> Woo! Chicken all over the place like that, you know, everything else. And my sister was with She said, do you know her? I go, I do now, Right? <laughs> I said, the Lord's blessed you. Yes, I have. Yes, I have been blessed, right? So round two, I get up there. You know what I love about a buffet? You never see anybody angry at a buffet unless it runs out. Everybody's happy. Yeah, go ahead, go. Yo, you, you go, go, go right ahead. No problem, you know. You get up there and get a Happy Meal. People, get you know, up. Man, they hit you in the throat for a cherry pie, brother. I'm telling you. So I'm up there. I'm over by the chicken livers. I said, oh, no, man, go ahead. Somebody else. She said, well, thank you, just such a blessing. I said, you know what? I got a chance to talk about the Lord. Next thing you know, we talk about Christ's return. I said, don't make me preach up in here. She said, go, go for it. I said, I will, right? So anyway, all those different things. Ministry is everywhere, every day, every way, man. But look at those little opportunities to share Jesus, right? Encourage somebody in the Lord. Just take a little time because you know what? This is what I looked at. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. I want to tell everybody I know about it. You know? My friends, when I was in the rock and roll thing, and then I went to pr- pastoring and preaching, they just go, they, they just go, that's pretty cool. That's amazing. You know why? Because they said, We never saw that one coming. <laughs> Me either. Because God is full of grace and mercy. You know, every now and then when my sister's home or or somebody's over there and, and, and we do one of the live stream things, and they'll say, Mom, mom, Bud's on, Bud's on the on the you know, TV. That's a TV to her. Oh yeah. And one of the girls was over there not too long ago that helps out with my mom said, Miss Ruthie, you want to watch, buddy? She said, well, okay. (laughs) Thanks, mom. Okay. She said, did you ever think your boy would be a preacher? She said, not at all. Not at all. But see, what a testimony because my mom says, man, God is moving. I'm not telling you this because buddy's perfect by no means. I'm telling you this, that God will work in your life too. Amen. Amen. I can tell you what, you know, we've we got a lot of faces in here that I haven't seen before. Because a lot of y'all know what I was going to be a rock and roller, right? I thought so when I was 14. Man, I can't do the hair thing no more. I barely got any. Oh, yeah. Going to be a rock and roller, man. That was it. I was going to do it, man. And after about 20 years of not making it and two knee replacements and a shoulder thing from jumping off pool tables, God said, you ready for me to use you now? I like that better. Amen? God will use you in the midst of everything. But you know what's so cool? God was so gracious. He used something that I loved to now that I can use it for him. It's got a total different focus. See, I was jamming for me. I jam for Jesus now. I had to tell you this. I had to tell you this. Uh, I was talking about it the other night when we were doing Bible study. I had a guy come by where I work at the other day. He said, man, I hear you got some CDs. I go, yeah, yeah, I got some CDs, man. I'll bring you some. That's good. He said, that's great. And, and when we first start going from rock and roller to holy roller... There was a lot of questions with people in my life. You know? And they go, hey, man, you got a CD. You're making lots of of money, ain't you? That's how they say, ain't you? All right? And I go, oh, man, let me tell you. Rolling in it. They said, really? I said, man, I'm just rolling in it. They said, really? I said, what what type of money? I said, man, this thing is paying big dividends. Really? They're all in now. Oh, yeah. Do you get to play much? I said, man, play gigging every week i got to break it down. Gigging every week. Where are you at? Where are you playing? I said, man, this is this new place. Y'all probably haven't even been to it. Man, come on. We had to check you out. I said, it's called church. They go, oh, really? Oh, so, so, so that's really paying off, it's paying off big. I said, yeah, it pays eternal dividends. What happens is it all goes back into the ministry to get the mission out about telling people about Jesus. They go, oh, he got me. Right? <laughs> but I took that minute to show them it's not about wealth of the world. It's about the wealth of worship it's about the wealth of evangelizing and an assurance that we have Jesus Christ first in our life amen love sharing those things because you know what a lot of times when I talk to people they say well what's your background everybody likes to know the backstory right that's okay see my backstory is real short I didn't know Jesus now I know Jesus that's was fast wasn't it and see that gives me more time to tell them about Jesus it's not about, all oh, this, 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 buddy, 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 buddy. It's like, man, I was lost and now I'm found. Let me tell you how good God is. And I can use the remainder of that conversation telling them about how much God loves them, what God has done for them, what God wants to do in them so God can do stuff through them. Amen. How many people want to be used by the Lord in a mighty way? Most people I talk to never, I never have, no, no problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then why is it that we won't seek him to find out what he wants to do in us so he can work through us? I pray today is a course correction in our heart so that we can get out and do what God has for us. How many people know that God wants us to evangelize, amen? Evangelize, get the word out, amen? So again, look at this. We have a part to play, a mission to accomplish. I'm gonna walk through here. We have a mission. People say, "Well, well, I don't know, I'm not a preacher. That's okay. Well, I don't play the keyboard. That's okay. Do you know Jesus? If you know Jesus, he's got a job for you. And if you don't know Jesus, we have a job for you to know Jesus how about that. So everybody, we got employment, okay? God's got employment. I heard a guy talking one time. He was a, he was a big preacher and he was on a plane and he was talking to somebody. And they said, uh, what type of work you do? He says, oh, I'm, I'm in uh, public speaking and safety. And we help, uh, we help make sure you know, that people have what they need. And we make sure that people are loved and all this. And the guy said, Man, that's awesome. He said, Is it a big company? He said, Huge, global, big, awesome. He said, Yeah, he said, I'm just one of many. There's a lot of people in this, in this thing. He said, Really? He says, uh, So it's, it's, it's global. He said, yeah. How long have they been in business? He said, Years, probably 2,000 years or more. Really? That's an amazing company, man. He said, Man, that's good. He said, It's got good benefits? He said, Oh, man, benefits are amazing. This guy's on the side of his seat, man. i got to know more. i got to know more. Tell me. He said, what's the name of the company? He said, it's called The Church. You want to get involved? There you go. See, we don't realize that. It's global. It's nationwide. It's all over the place. It's worldwide. We all have a part to play. We can be used by God if we're just available to God. Because he wants to evangelize. He wants people to know his son. Amen? Anybody love that? Say amen. Look at this. Woo! Mark 16, 15, and then he told them, go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone. That's the gospel, that's the good news. We have been commissioned, if you are a believer in Christ, God wants to use your life to tell somebody else about his life. Amen? How many people are willing to do that? Are we willing to do that? Any people, I say this all the time, you get a good deal on something you want to tell somebody. Man, you get a blessing you want to tell somebody. Is there a bigger blessing than knowing Christ? Is there a bigger blessing to know that God is for you? There's a bigger blessing that knows that, that nothing can separate you from the love of God, the grace of God, the mercy of God. That God loved you so much that Jesus came and laid his life down for you. You say, well, but, but buddy, I'm not that nice a guy. God saved people that are not nice guys all the time. The problem is the nice guys think they don't need Jesus. But the Bible has a verse that's very clear all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Let me tell you what that means. We're all sinners and we need a Savior. Now the good news is this, so nobody misses, there's one way to heaven. John 14, 6. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. I want you to hear that. Let's keep on rolling. I said, share the flavor of Christ. What I talk about that? He wants us to be the salt. Let the love of the Lord and the truth of his word and the touch of his spirit guide your steps and actions to further the kingdom of God. I tell you what, I love, especially Tuesday nights and also visiting things, to hear how God uses each of you guys. It's amazing. You know, somebody said, man, buddy, I was doing this. You know, we got folks that'll hand out a plant and tell people about Jesus. We got people that are going through some tough things. In the midst of their treatments, they're still talking about Jesus. You got people that get real busy schedule and they'll slow down and still tell people about Jesus. We got folks in school that said, this is what I'm going to do because... I love the Lord. That's powerful testimony. What is it that God's equipped you with that you could share to be the flavor of Christ to someone? I said, keep the message of Christ front and center in your life. How do we do that? Just like I was saying, I think with the world being as crazy as it is nowadays, we just don't know. Anything could change, right? Anything can change. One phone call could change your whole life, everything else. One Prayer, asking God into your life can change everything. That's what we're talking about today. When we look at this, keeping the message of Christ in front and center in our lives, you can do that in school. You can do that in your relationships. You can do that in the grocery lines. You can do that at the all-you-can-eat buffet at Jenny's. You can do it anywhere you're at, wherever you are, because guess what? When you're a believer, you have the Spirit of God in you. You're taking Christ out into the world. How's he look on you? Some days better than others, amen? I'm preaching to me first. Some days better than others. But if I want him to shine brightly through my life, I have to make adjustments. I have to turn from my ways and turn to his ways and ask God to empower me to be the man he wants me to be, amen? Can't do it on your own. Can't be good enough, can't be smart enough, can't be fast enough, can't have enough earthly wealth. That's what I love. It is level at the cross, man. That's what I love. It's a level playing field. But you know what? There's no stopping you how much you can grow in, Lord, in the Lord. There's nothing stopping you from growing, knowing more about what Christ wants to do in you and through you. Amen? Let's keep on rolling. So look at this. I said create opportunities in every season and every situation of your life. How many people know that uh, sometimes it, it's kind of tough to find the right word, sometimes everybody is different, maybe people don't, you know, talk as much as me, but anyway, and I'll just tell you for the folks that are new tuning in, you're looking at a guy that got sick every day before school, didn't want to talk, didn't want to read out loud, anything else, all that stuff, so guess what, there's hope for you, man, let me tell you, that would just terrify me, I would be, that's where I really started praying, Lord, please don't let them call me, anybody had that? And and, and especially in church, don't let him him call me. (laughs) Things like that in your life. But you know what? God was still working things in my life. But when God got a hold of my life and I got out of the way, and I still have to get out of the way sometimes, he started giving me boldness. He started equipping me with things. But I was hungry for the word of God. Are you hungry for God? Are you hungry to know him better? Are you hungry to, to, to be a part of what God's got going? So with that, it brings peace in your life. How much is peace worth? It must be worth something because people are fighting for it all the time. All over the world. They want peace. But they don't do anything usually to bring it. You know what would bring it? Jesus. He, he brings the peace. He's the prince of peace. So with that, when we're talking to somebody, you can, you can share your faith easy. I'll give you a couple of tips, right? It's a nice day outside. You see a cloud. They say, man, look at all those clouds. It's so pretty. I said, man, isn't that amazing? Look how God made that. Boom. Foots in the door. I said, "Isn't it amazing what God's done? Isn't that isn't that something? As big as this world is, He still got time for you, and you, and you, and you, and me on an individual basis. That's amazing." That's how big and huge our God is. Can we ever get this little brain to to think about that? But there's opportunities all the time. You can use the weather. You can use your story. You can use your testimony. Many of y'all know me for for a long time. I got my three-legged dog. I love that dog. And her name's Sasha. And she does more preaching for Jesus than anybody I know. I take her out. I get to use her as a testimony how God loves us just the way we are. Even when things are not the best in our life, God still sees the best that we can be when his life is through being shared in, in our life. Amen? Everybody doing good. I'm on a roll on sharing our faith. That's our big point today. I'm going to run through these a little bit. Sharing the word of God builds up others. Do you get encouraged when you hear about what God has done in somebody else's life? How about what he's doing in your life? Are you willing to share that? Or do you want to take credit for it all? Right? Are you quick to give the Lord the credit? I said, we encourage others when we share the truth of God's word in love. Sometimes people want to beat you with the word of God. That's not an attractive feature. You should have done this, and you're going to hell, and this, and I'm thinking, whoa. For me, I already knew about the sin part. I had that down. How about you guys? When you go to church once when you're five and once when you're 30 and you're a rock and roller for all those years in there, you got to send part down, bud. No problem. I wanted to know how to fix it. And somebody came outside the church walls and told me, it's Jesus. Does that mean our life never has any problems, any troubles, any struggles? Absolutely not. I'm going to tell you what, we never go through them alone, amen? And God is constantly wooing us to himself Through his word, through worship, and through evangelizing others. To have the fingerprints of Christ on our life to share with other folks. Amen. I said we are glorifying God when we are proclaiming his greatness. Those testimonies we talked about. I love to hear what people say and what God's been doing. Sharing God's word produces faith and unity among the believers. When we're all focused on Christ, guess what? We're all going the same way. It's not he said, she said. It's Jesus said, let's go. That's what I hope we see today. Are we pulling the greatness out of God's word and applying it in our life? Take a look at this. It brings peace and power in the life of the believer. Have you ever seen folks that, that maybe physically appear to be a little feeble? I told you all a couple of weeks ago, I met a couple of ladies in the parking lot and I was talking to them and, and we started praying. And, you know, in, in their physical condition, you wouldn't think they were that strong, Right? Man, that lady grabbed hold of my arm and started praying, man. I thought there was electricity running through my body. I was like, whoa, Jesus on the main line, right? Don't let that fool you. Man, there's folks that their hearts have been so developed in that of the Lord. They just want to be used by him. Don't let other things, your age, your size, your ailment, your situation, your past. I'm going to say that again. Don't let your past define your future. Because God has given you a new slate. It's a new day. We're new in him. Amen? Let's keep on rolling. Check this out. Proverbs twenty-seven, seventeen. it says, As iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. There's a friend of mine, and we always sign our text, I-S-I. It means iron sharpens iron. That we try to encourage each other. When we're on the phone or something else or something like that, we send a text, stuff like that. Even when things are going bad in the family, something's going bad, bad, bad. I can always count on that's going to be signed on the end. Because that was something that God put in our heart a long time ago. We said, man, you know what? We need to build each other up in the Lord. We need to continue to to speak the word of God over our families. Let me tell you, that's comforting in the midst of everything. When somebody says, hey, man, iron sharpens iron. I got your back. I want to encourage you in the Lord. Amen? Do we have relationships like that today? Are we building those relationships to bring and encourage those to Christ? And are we being a mirror of Christ to, to and live the the live the word out in the world? You know how you live the world out? You get out of the way. You live live the word out in the world. You get out of the way and allow God to work in your life. And it's daily, it's hourly, and it's minutely. It's a choice in each one of us. Have a choice, amen? God is so good, he gives us a choice. How many people sometimes wish they didn't even have a choice? Lord, just fix it. But he loves us and he gives us free will. And we have a choice. We're not robots. We're his children. And everybody say amen. Last little bit, I want to blow this out here. On evangelism, we're going to move to the A after this. Preach. I love breaking things out. Look at this here. Woo! Proclaim, reach, equip assist, communicate, and help. That's what I see right there. Evangelize the sinner, equip the saint, and exalt the Savior. And when we said the sinner, we all are sinners, right? Saved by grace. But now we are no longer in that situation because of what Christ did when we received him. We are set in the family. How many saints I got here today? Any saints? I always get you with that. If you're a saint, raise your hand way up here. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. A little bit higher, a little bit higher. There you go. Some people are halfway like that. Everybody else say, what's What's going on? Do you know this? While you were yet sinners, Christ died for you. Did you know this? I'm going to ask the question again. If you have put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, the finished work of the cross, you are qualified in Christ. When he looks at your life, you are no longer the sinner. You are a saint. You have been set into the family. When I ask that question... Our conscience condemns us and goes, man, I'm not even close. You're right. On our own, we're not. But in him, we have been redeemed. Let me ask you all a question in case I didn't hear that earlier. How many saints we got in here now? Hands going up everywhere, right? Okay. Because of what Christ has done. Did you all understand that right there? We could say that because, and we could say that with confidence, right? You say, oh, man, you weren't with us on the ride here. You don't know what I did last week. and all. God does, and God still says you're mine. When you call on the name of Jesus, when you put your faith and trust in Him, He doesn't say, because He gives us eternal life, right? It's not just till you mess up. How many people got a car loan sometime in their life? Usually, they start out, remember this? They used to be 36 months. You can ain't go get one of those now? Then they went to 48 months. Yeah. Now you've got to get one of your kids and pay for five years, right? You almost have a different car. Anyway, now it's 72 months, 84 months. I'm not suggesting you do that. But what I'm getting at is there's, there's an expiration date on that. When you call on the Lord, there's no date. It's all paid for, it's done. You got the title, you got the deed, right? You got the deed, you got the birth certificate saying, I'm Christ. Amen. You don't have to wait. You don't have to make a payment. You don't have to do any of these things. Bought and paid for, paid in full. Does that make you feel a little strong there a little bit today? That should be bringing life into your life. That should be bringing boldness into your situation. And if you're sitting here and you've never called on the name of the Lord, I want you to consider what we're talking about today. I'm never going to tell you that everything's going to be perfect. And you're like, oh, pray this little prayer and God's going to take care of everything. I'm saying this. When you believe in your heart, that Jesus Christ is who he says he is. The Bible says, when we confess with the, our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That means he separates us, our sin from us as far as the east is to the west. He takes our, our sin and buries it in the, in the sea of forgetfulness. He says in Romans chapter 8, therefore there is no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. Somebody say amen. That's exciting right there, right? Because when that happens, I go, man, I ain't never qualified for anything. But now I qualify for everything through him for the kingdom. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Man, they say, man, you talk a lot. I got a lot to say about Jesus, amen? Man, you get excited. Yes, I do. Because, see, I was that lost guy who thought he was saved, but wasn't saved. That's worse than a lost guy that knows he's saved. Knows he's lost. I'll get it right in a minute. Can you imagine? A guy that knows he's lost, at least he knows he's lost. But when you don't know, you think I'm cool. See, that's how the enemy wants to, to get to you. Yeah, you okay. You're all right, you're fine. You're all right, don't worry about it. Yeah, you ain't got to go to church. You ain't got to worry about that. You ain't got to pray. You ain't, whatever. That's not much worship. Can you imagine not telling your folks that, how much you love them? Or your girlfriend, or your, your wife, or your husband? You know, it's not a one-time deal. I tell my wife all the time. Sometimes I call her so she can tell me. Hey, I just called you so you could tell me how much you love me. She go, what? I'm just teasing, right? You got to flip it around sometimes. But you got to work in those relationships, right? you got to share that. And you know what? Sometimes it's more than words. It's followed up with different things. Probably some time ago, man, I always tell my boys, man, you treat, you treat your girl like you treat your mama. And you're going to treat your mama good. And they do. I don't have to tell them that they treat their mama good. You ought to treat your daddy that good. I'm just teasing. But anyway, but mama's number one, right? So when mom goes to get in the car, guess what? Mom ain't opening that door. I'm about to open the door, put it over there, back and forth. Back and forth, everything else. She said, well, why would you start doing that? I said, because you're worth it. She can't come back on that one. That's good. That's good. Every now and then, I'll I'll, I'll get sidetracked, and then I'll I'll reach over and open the door. I said, you all right with that? My sister came in town yesterday. Even opened the door for you, didn't it? Because I love you, right? Then you say, oh, okay, that's no big deal. Those are little things that I can do. Those are little things that I can do to remind you, you know what? I love you. You're worth it. Help somebody go through the grocery line, you know. I don't know if I, did I tell you about the lady I met last week eating out? (laughs) I'll tell you again anyway. So we're sitting there. We go out to eat on Tuesday. uh, It's Mexican day, right? We got to, each, each week we go somewhere else. And I walk in, I see an older lady by herself, and she's over there, so you know I got to say something, right? I said, how you doing? She asked me that I heard the president speaking and all that, and I said, no, I didn't catch you. She said, he did a real good job today. And I noticed when I got ready to leave, she was having a difficult time getting things together. Now, my family's talking, and they're eating, but y'all know me. I am a people watcher, baby. I'm watching people all the time. It might just be growing up in Buckrow. You never put your back up against the wall. You know. Y'all, I'm like this, like this, walking here. you know. I'm just watching. But I see this lady get up, and the Lord puts her on my heart. And I, I, I always want to be careful. I don't want to overstep my boundaries, but I want to go with the nudge of the Lord. And she was having a little bit difficult time to get up, so I said, I'll be right back, my wife said, where are you going, I said, I'll be right back, so I got over there, I said, hey, how you doing, she said, I'm doing okay, I said, you know what, I-, I just think I need to make a new friend today, can I carry that for you, she said, honey, just go on back, sit with your family, I'm alright, and I whispered to her, I said, Psst, I'm buying, they ain't going nowhere, she laughed a little bit, got up there, started talking to her, and next thing you know, she starts crying, I'm thinking, uh oh, She says, you know, I really appreciate you taking some time today. She said, you know what, me and my husband would have been married for 54 years today, but he died in a plane crash, and today is the day that he lost his life. Uh, Not lost his life, but it would have been our anniversary. Thanks for taking the time. See, I could have missed out on that. But you know what came from that? I got to walk her to the car. I got to let her know that the Lord was working on my heart so that she knows she's not alone. And I got to pray for her and put her in a car. And I made me a new friend. And it made me and realize that she's a sister in the Lord as well. See, I bet you when she went there that day, she wasn't thinking that God was going to send some long-haired fat preacher over at the Mexican restaurant to say, hey, you make a difference, right? But you know what? God will use you. God will use you. And sometimes it's not comfortable. You know, I could have said, well, if I get up there, she might hit me with a cane. You know, I could have went through all this stuff. You know, I just said, hey, you know, can I help you out? I love those things like that because you see God moving all the time. Man, get out there and preach the word. He's got a purpose for us and everybody doing good, right? So we got through the evangelism part. Everybody feels strong with that. What's next? A. What's A stand for? Assurance. I didn't know I had another click. There it is. Woo! Assurance. I'm going to give you guys some good word here, right? we got some scriptures in here. I'm going to roll through it. I know we're coming right on along. I'm going to get this right now so you guys can be encouraged. When I'm talking about assurance, I'm talking about being assured that we have a life in heaven for eternity because of what Christ has done through that relationship. All right? So I'm going to roll through these pretty quick and make sure you guys get all you can get. It says, I am sure that the good work that God has started in me will be finished. That's Philippians 1.6. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. That means until Jesus comes back for you. Amen? God gives us confidence in Christ. Right? I don't mean to be arrogant and think, oh, I got it all together. I mean this. I mean the assurance of the Spirit of God dwelling in a believer should give us confident hope. Amen? Everybody good with that? Let's keep on rolling. I'm complete in Christ, Colossians 2.10. I love this. And you have been given fullness in Christ, who is the head over every power and authority. That's who you are, guys. This is the insurance that you are. So when somebody gives their life to the Lord, that, it should be something to get excited about. You should be sharing that, man. Say, so let me tell you what God's doing. But we're growing in this, right? Look at this. I am forgiven of all my sins. Somebody say amen. amen. Do you know that's past? Present and future. Do you know I'm not telling you to live any way you want. I'm telling you to adjust your life to the Lord. But I'm telling you, your sin has been dealt with on the cross. Jesus is not coming back to die on the cross again. He's coming back to bring us all home. Amen. So I want you to hear that. Look at this. Colossians 1.14. It says, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sin. Man, can't stop there. What else we got? We have been accepted. I think all of us like to be accepted, don't we? You see, folks gravitate to where they feel like they belong. And I want to tell you this. You see it all the time. If you don't give your kids kids attention, somebody else will. And also, you wonder why kids act out sometimes. Even if it's bad attention, it's attention, right? They want to be accepted. Well, I'm going to tell you what. We can be accepted in Christ. Here we go. Here's the acceptance. A child of God, John 1:12. Yet to all who receive him, to those who believe in his name, if you're a believer, this is you. He gave the right to become children of God. Man, how does that sound? To be a child of God. See, now the things that you hear out there, people just using these churchy words, and you go, I don't know what they're talking about. This is hopefully pulling it together so that you know who you are. This is your identity in Christ. Amen? A friend of Jesus, John 15, 15, says this. I no longer call you servants, this is Jesus speaking, because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends For everything that I learned from my Father, I have made known to you. God is not withholding any information. He's getting it to you. Amen. He's letting you know what he wants in your life, for your life, and through your life. And it says, I am united to the Lord, and I am one spirit with him. 1 Corinthians 3.16. Don't you know that you yourself are God's temple and that God's spirit lives in you? His love is the most transforming thing Known to man. His love will change your life. It will change your attitude. It will change your, your address for eternity. Amen? It will change everything. The question is, will you trust that? Will you use your wealth like that? I'm going to get ready to bring this thing to a close. and I am not to just blow through this real fast. Some of these I had. Here we go. What difference do you make? Let's make it per- personal tonight. It depends on what you invest in, right? Are you investing in the things of God? What wealth will you leave? And when we're talking about wealth, I'm talking about the things of God. You can only put so much in a coffin, amen? It's not going to do you any good if you believe you don't need it anyway, right? Look at this. Matthew 6, 19 through 21. Don't store up treasures here on earth where moths eat them and rust destroys them and where thieves break in and steal. This is this is what I want you to take with you today. Store your treasures in heaven where moths and rust cannot destroy and thieves do not break in and steal. Wherever, wherever your treasure is there the desire of your heart will be also. We'll bring this to a close for part 1. We're going to break some more out next week. We talked about worship we talked about evangelizing and encouraging others and also our assurance of who we are in Christ. Can anybody be more wealthier than a child of God? Think about that. How could you be more wealthier than a child of God? I'm not talking about your bank account. I'm not talking about your 401K. I'm not talking about your car. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about your soul, man. That's what I want you to, That That's what's at stake, man. That's what's at stake when we talk about the things of God. So I pray that this message falls on your heart where there's good ground and the seed of the gospel grows. I pray that this made sense. Lord, help it to make sense for people to draw close to you. Lord, I pray that you're you're, you're exalted by what was said today and the songs that were sung today, that our, our body of Christ is being just girded up for the things of the Lord, for what's going on. And ultimately, I pray that people come to the saving knowledge of his son. Let us pray. Dear Lord, I thank you for today. I thank you for the gift that we have in Christ and the wealth that we have as a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. We have total access to all that you have, Lord. How do I know that, buddy? How do I have that? You have God's word on it. I want you to think about this today. I want you to have your hearts open, your minds open, your ears open. Don't just be hearers of the word, be doers of the word. I ask this question probably more question, more times than I ask any question in my life. And I ask people this all the time. So I'm going to ask you guys today online and those that are here. If you died tonight, do you know for sure that you would go to heaven? Many people say, well, I think so. I hope so. I'm a nice guy. I'm not as bad a sinner as this guy or this lady or this or that. not talking about that. We're talking about you. The Bible says this is a point that... And a man or woman once dies, then the judgment. If you stood before the Lord right now, would he be able to let you in to heaven? Here's the thing it's not based on your good deeds. We can't do enough. Matter of fact, if I ask you a few questions, you'll find out really where we are. Have you ever lied before? Have you ever taken something that wasn't yours? Have you ever used the Lord's name in vain? Have you ever looked at another person with lust? Have you ever uh, exalted somebody uh, higher than the Lord? Have you used the Lord's name in vain? If you hit any of those, which we all probably have, amen, because the Bible says all of sin and fall short of glory of God. The Bible says if you break one of the Ten Commandments, you broke them all. The good news is this. Jesus came to fulfill the law. And when we call on His name, when we put our faith and trust in what He did, the death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, we can know That we have eternal life. But you gotta make it personal and you gotta make it, you just gotta make it personal. That's all I can say about it. How do I do that? If you believe what I shared with you from God's word today, this is how you do it. The Bible says in the 10th chapter of Romans, He said, If we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And He goes on, in the 13th verse, he said, Whosoever calls upon him the name of the Lord will be saved. So let me ask you, is that your prayer today? Are you ready to receive the wealth of the Savior? You receive it by faith. If that's you, I want you to look up here, right here, right now, and I want you to pray with me from your heart. Dear Lord, come into my life. Forgive me of my sin. Lord, I believe you're the son of God that takes away the sin in the world. Lord, I need you. Forgive me of my sin and help me to walk out my life with you. Today, Lord, I receive your gift of salvation through Jesus Christ. Amen. Give the Lord a hand clap. All right, if that's you today and you've, if you've given your life to the Lord, man, drop us a line. Tell somebody before you leave here because we want to celebrate with you, amen? We got a song to sing before we go out. I hope you guys enjoy yourself. Jump on up and let's praise the Lord, amen? song is called Mighty Jesus is going to tell you just how much he loves you and actually it's going to tell you the the whole story here alright
2: it came from heaven to this earth from Mother Mary the virgin birth from the stable to the cross That's where he showed us how to love. That's That's where where he showed us all his love. Praise Thee. Yeah, we praise Thee. Mighty Jesus, who saved thy souls. Mighty Jesus, who saved thy souls. he's the same today, yesterday. Live this world together mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We gotta live together yeah. King of kings, prince of peace My shepherd, He your sheep How we praise thee, how we praise thee my dear Jesus Who saved thy souls My Jesus Who saved thy souls Yes I did now It came from heaven To this earth Mother Mary The virgin birth From the stable To the cross, that's where he showed us how to love, that's where he showed us all his love.
0: take just a second here. Hey, friends, thanks for tuning in. Please share the video, and I hope you guys could come out real soon and see us in person. God bless you, and have a great week. Amen.